Hello and good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this. Welcome to episode 27 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Curran 09, and on these uh, action-packed podcast today, uh, we've got three guests, no, two guests and one regular. So the regular, Jaminator, good evening, pal. I can be a guest if you want, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's good. How are you? Different voice if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, vo- different voice every week. Um, and obviously today on the podcast as well, we've got Rye Jones. Good evening, Rye. Good evening, buddy. Yep, good to have you back on board. Um, and obviously nice and peace and quiet, hopefully for the next hour, time will tell. Um, and also as a late, uh, a late announced uh, guest, we've got Riverman. How good evening, River. Evening, Ash. Evening, Jam. Evening, Right. Evening, everyone. Good to have you on board. Um, right. So, just to give you a breakdown of the uh, of the podcast today, we're going to talk about the Premiership, Championship, and League One. Uh, it wouldn't be a podcast without running through those leagues. Um, and then we'll have a little look at the uh, the BFAs, the other from the other night. Uh, for those that done very well, and for those that have got some wonderful wonderful highly uh, highly paid players um so we'll have a little look at the bfas from the other night um we're then going to uh, head over to our first community segment so obviously you'll see earlier in the week that we gave you the poll uh, to vote what we would talk about and uh, you voted that we would talk about uh, the reset uh, so obviously, as we know, there is a reset coming next season. Um, but there's been a bit of discussion going on about whether it should be a hard reset or a soft reset. Uh, so we'll have a good discussion about that. Um, and then obviously, as usual, we'll finish off with some listeners questions. So, uh, yeah, go and grab your uh, go and grab your drink, go and grab your dinner or whatever. And uh, if you're listening to this in the car in the morning, you know, tuckle up for the next hour or so. Right. So let's start with the premiership. And um well, I was hoping at the time of recording this podcast that we might have uh, had a declared winner, um, but it's not meant to be. So I'll run down the league uh, in full at the moment. So Immortal Tans is top, uh, 49 points, followed by Berger, um, and then he's followed by myself, although I won't be staying there for much longer. Um, Dennis Jam, Jaxie, Danger Mouse, Buncey, Colmore, Joe, Aaron and Storm in the relegation playoff, and then Geordie and obviously Messi uh, in the in the final spots. Um, I'm going to come to you first, Jam. Um, obviously, the top two, well, you know, I think realistically could end up being the top two in case, uh, you know, some drop points or, you know, gain points along the way. Um, Tans or Berger, who finishes on top? Um well, definitely Tans. I mean, you know, he's on 49 points. I think when you update Burgers, when I have to go through tonight and update Burgers' results, I think he'll be on 43, but two games extra played. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a straightforward open and close case. I don't see Tans dropping enough points for Burger to take over. I think the more interesting one would be um, the battle for sort of the, the places after that, I think. You know, I mean, I can probably... I think I was just doing looking at it before. I, I don't think I can catch Berger now when I just did some maths. I think he is just, even if he drops, he'd have to drop basically all his points for the remainder of the season, I think, for me to catch him. Um, which, you know, I, again, I don't think it's going to happen, really. Yourself, obviously, are you going to drop below, uh, much below sort of third, fourth, fifth even? You know, I mean, I think possibly even sixth um, or seventh. Because um, yeah, I think I've got it. a couple of games yeah. on uh, Buncey and Mouse, so... Um, I'll probably end up 7th or 8th by the time this has all uh, been caught up. 
this is it. And again, obviously, I mean, for me, the, the one that I'm surprised hasn't done better is Jaxi. You know, I mean, it's well documented. Whenever I play Jaxi, I just seem to get absolutely tonked. Um, you know, he did me um, about 9-1 or something, or, or 10-1 in the King of the Hill the other day. So he, um, he absolutely battered me. Um, but I didn't go, you know, rage quitting and, and quitting the leagues like a little like pussy or whatever, you know. Um, it's uh, not not in my style, you know, because I'm a try-hard and all that. <laughs> no, um, no, you're not one to rage. You're not no. one <laughs> in, in any shape or form. Definitely not. Um, no, but again, I think it's what we've expected from uh, from day one, really. I think it's going to be competitive at the top, and I think it'll be interesting more than anything at the bottom. Obviously, we know Messi, all his points got defaulted to uh, 1-0 losses because um, he threw his dummy out. Um, and obviously, you know, we don't want people like that in the leagues, open and shut case, you know. Um, I think if you... Uh, if you quit mid-league, I think, you you know, that, that's it. I think you should be um, dispelled and, and have to work your way back in and prove that you can uh, you can see it out, to be honest. Um, I think, again, like I said, the bottom of the table will be more interesting, um, especially considering, obviously, you know, we've got uh, Riverman on the podcast, obviously, who's in championship. Um, you know, he'd have played against Storm and and, uh, and the likes and Bunsey, obviously, more recently as well. Um, I think anyone from sort of... I'd say Joe downwards really now is in is in serious risk is uh, of getting relegated. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. And I'll come to you right now, River. Um, obviously, we sort of looked at the top half a little bit, but in terms of the bottom half, is there any names there that really surprise you in terms of uh, being down there? I mean, I, I'm surprised to see Aaron down there. I mean, it's been documented, obviously, that Aaron hates this FIFA. Um, you know. Um, Everybody says they hate this game when they lose their match. <laughs> you just said it a minute ago. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait for the uh, this FIFA to be over. <laughs> I might jump on Pez. No, 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 no. Nothing will ever get that bad. Um, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> um, no. Just coming over to you, River. Um, are you surprised by um, the sort of bottom half of that table? Yeah, to a degree. Um, Aaron, as you mentioned, I always have a re- if play Aaron in competitions, or whatever. I always have a really tough game. I think he's a, he's a good player. Um, Joe as well. I'm surprised at being down there. Um, the others, Geordie, Storm, etc., not not so so much of a surprise. Expected them to be down there at the start of the season. Um, what when I say as well though that Aaron and Joe, I am surprised that they're down there. You look at who's above them as well. I th- think Buncey's done better than I expected, and I think Mouse has done better than I expected. But when you look above that, there's no one else I'd expect to be down there. Maybe I might have said I expected Aaron and Joe to be above Mouse and Buncey, but other than that, it's about as I would expect for the bottom half. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, Aaron, yeah, Aaron and Storm currently in the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised to see Aaron down there. I'm surprised to see Storm down there because, you know, I mean, must we say all this, you know, on this day, he can be a good player and he's, uh, you know, he can be a tricky player, but it's just not really worked out for him this season so far. I mean, he's lost nine games um, out of the uh, out of the 16 he's played so far. Um, I'm going to come to you now, Rai. Um, is there anyone in that league that you think has perhaps done better than you expected him to do? Oh, definitely. Um, I think Mouse and Buncey, uh, well, Buncey's had a great season and final of the League Cup as well. But yeah, um, from fourth to that's where Buncey is, and even Colmore, if he wins his games in hand, there's, there's one or two points in it, so that they have done really well to keep up. Lots of Jam and, and Jake Super really well. 
Yeah, I mean, it's you just look at the uh, you look at from sort of third to uh, third to eighth, and there's only sort of six seven points in it. Um, I mean, even just like third down to seventh is three points in it. So I mean, it seems a lot more competitive. It seems a lot more competitive and a lot more closer this season than it was perhaps last season. Um, but yeah, I mean, by the time we record the next podcast, we'll know the Premiership winner um, and we'll most likely know who's been relegated as well um, and who's going down. So um, we'll wait and see. But um, yes, yes. Just quickly uh, on the Prem, obviously anyone but Burger. Get the hashtag going. Um, <laughs> right, uh, let's move on and we'll move on to the championship. And obviously, Riverman, you occupy the uh, in the championship. So I'll run down from top to bottom. So currently top of the league um, is Plunkett. Um, he's on 41 points. Uh, he's got he's six points clear of Joby in second, but he's got six games in hand uh, on Joby. Um, so we could probably have a good guess into who's going to uh, who's going to take the league in the championship. Um, so Plunkett's followed by Joby, and then it's Paulos, Bright, Malian, Packfish, Sue Clues, Golden Beard, Yourself River, Harry, Jeff Anthony, Bertie and Payne Wales um, in the relegation spots. So I'll come to you, obviously, first, River. How, how, would, you, how would you rate your season um, at, as it, at the moment? Oh, pretty much as I expected. Um Sort of, if I end well, I could nick into one of the uh, final playoff promotion places. If I don't end well, I could well end up in the relegation playoff. I'm that mid, sort of mid-table player. It's just weird that I've done it in bunches this year because I started terribly, then had a really good run where I won about six or seven in a row, and now I've gone back to just being a favourite podcast word. I've got no consistency. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, my three lots of fixtures left. I've got Payne left his bottom. And then Malian and Paul, who are both above me. So I think I'll probably finish in no man's land, one of the couple of people in no man's land. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, sort of in that mid-spot, a um, couple of points behind. You could still push on for the playoff spots. Yeah, I mean, um, as I say, anything can happen. Looking at it, I'm six points behind Malian. Now, Malian normally gets the better of me. But I've got him, I've got him to play this match week. If I beat him twice, I go level on points with him. Yeah. So it, it's so tight again from sort of third, fourth down to sort of third, fourth bottom. Someone goes on a good run, wins five of the last six, loses five of the last six or something. It, it Everything can change around. You could go easily go, I reckon I'll probably go into the final match today. Good results might get me in the playoffs. Bad results might be get me in the relegation playoffs. It's a ridiculously tight league in the middle part of that league. But take away like the bottom two and maybe the top, top two, which I think will be Plunkett and Paul. And it's so tight. It's there's it, nothing between an awful lot of us on our day. No, I think that's fair enough. Um, right, uh, Plunkett and Paul, as River has just said, would you uh, would you agree with that for being the top two out of that division? No, I I think Malian's going to get second. I think he's starting to pick up now. And um, yeah, Malian, Malian, Plunkett, Plunkett's got the lead easily. That's interesting. As I say, looking at the fixtures as well. And yeah, it, it just seems to me that Mayan's got the easier run coming into it. So yeah, definitely Mayan. But does Plunkett wins the division? Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Jam, I'll, I'll come to you next, and we'll uh, we'll talk about our good podcast friend um, Harry. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, Harry's in the relegation spot. Obviously, gave it a bit of the big ins early on the season. Um, 
he's currently in the relegation spots with uh, Jeff Anthony at the moment. Um, looks like I think he'll be safe away from the relegation play, uh, the relegation automatic spots. Um, but just looking, you know, Harry's played twenty. He's played twenty games, won seven, lost ten. Um, he's on twenty-four points. He's actually on the same points as you, River, except you've got two games in hand. So it's not quite, uh, you know, it's not all quite rosy for you yet, pal. Um, no, no, that's what I said. I could easily end up in that relegation playoff place. You know, um, I mean, Jam, just looking at the bottom four, I mean, oh, you know, we've said on the podcast before about Bertie, you know, how I mean, how he, he's played 22 games and he's lost 14 of them. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's a shock to see him down the bottom, isn't it, Bertie, I think? Yeah, one minute, let me just scroll down a second. Give me a second. I just need to find Harry. Bear me a second. This could take a while, one minute. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still scrolling. One second. Okay, right, yeah, there we are. There's the bottom of the table, yeah. Um, right, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, yeah, Harry, like I said, like we predicted, he's at the bottom. Um, you know, he's down there in, in uh, the relegation um, playoff. Again, I think Payne Wales, I think you probably would say he's given up the ghost a little bit. I think he's a bit disillusioned with FIFA, um, unfortunately. Um so I think again, I think the bottom two will be the bottom two, um, and I think if the bottom two in the relegation playoff stay as that, or to be fair, Harry against Jeff River, Golden Beard suited any of those players, they're all beating Harry over a um, over a relegation playoff. Absolutely, they are. Um, so I, I don't think that's there's any dispute that come the reset, Harry will be in League One, one hundred percent. Bertie, I think, you know, it's well documented. I think the guy just cannot bloody buy a win, um, even with a really, really good team. Um, I just, I don't know. Again, I think he's another one that his style of play, now the, um, the, the sort of the skill gap gets shortened. Obviously, the more better players that come into the leagues, like you, like Storm having Gareth Bale and, you know, all these things, you, your skill gap decreases so much. Um, you know, if you give Harry, um, you know, Gareth Bale, he can all he needs to do is just press B for God's sake, and he could be 30 yards out and it might fly in. Whereas when you get those crapper players, you know, you're sort of mid 60s, you know, to, to mid 70s, the uh, you have to work a lot harder for the for the win, which is uh, which is what I personally can't wait for, to be honest. Um, but uh, but yeah, my, my assessment of that would be I think the bottom four stays as they are. I think River will have enough about him to escape. Um, Golden Beard will push on, I think he'll finish in the playoffs. So, uh, so yeah, I think it'll be um, very similar to what the boys have suggested, really, in that sense. Yeah, um, I, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, I mean, it's going to be interesting, I think, mismatch day, because, uh, you know, you'll probably start to see a little bit of movement, uh, especially in the middle, and sort of see if Harry can get himself out of that bottom, bottom four spots. You know, I'd like to see Harry prove people wrong, um, but I, I, I won't hold out an awful lot of hope. Um for that, no, for, that, for that to happen um, I wouldn't hold your breath mate no no we'll, we'll wait and see we'll wait and risky see risky for your health we'll wait and see <laughs> yeah um, right we'll move on from the championship and we'll move over to League One um, the, the dog and duck the dog and duck um, so I'll just run from the top to the bottom so Bonzi uh, is currently in first place on 44 points followed by Hilly uh, and then Rhino Wince I mean, how many times have we seen Wince in a playoff spot? Uh, Naked, Worm, yourself, Rye, 
uh, Burnsy Boy, Diodex, Tunners, Gasgrass, Wizfox, and Soggy Cabbages. Surprise, surprise. Um, I'm going to come to you first, Rye. Uh, obviously, you're only four points outside the uh, the playoff spots. Do you feel confident going into your last couple of games that you could possibly push into the playoff places? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I feel confident I can put up the points, but I don't think the people around me are going to drop points, personally. So I think I've left it a bit too late. Well, I'm, I'm happy the way it's going. Like I said, I've, I've finally been able to play the football I can play with the team I've got the way I've set it out. So I've just got to keep doing what we have been doing the last few weeks and hope they drop points. That's all I can say. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at your record here. It's, it's such a mixed record. I mean, you played 18, won 7, drawn 5 and lost 6. Um, you know, it's quite an evenly balanced, uh, it's quite an evenly balanced run. Um, you know, um, I think it's going to be interesting, especially... I mean, who's your next game against? Or who have you got in this match day week? I've got Wiz Fox. Oh, OK. Oh, well, should be six points there, then. Um, no, 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 no. It's going to be interesting. Um, Jam, I'm going to come to you next. Um, obviously, you know, Bonzi is top of the league. one uh, fourteen, drawn two, lost two. Um, so he's obviously had an excellent record, and I'm going to compare it to Soggy down the bottom, who has won two, drawn one, and lost 15. Um, I'm not going to ask you what the uh, what the difference is there, because you know anyone that's got a brain could guess what the difference is. Um, but are you surprised to see Bonzi leading the way? Do you think he'll go up? And are you surprised to see Soggy where he is? Um. Well, no, I thought Bonzi, I'm pretty sure he was the one I tipped to win the league um, at the start of the um, the season when we did our um, predictions, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, Soggy, I didn't think Soggy would be bottom, I'll be honest. I thought Gaz and Wiz would finish below him. Um, I thought Soggy would be a bit higher up than that. I thought he would finish 10th or 11th. Um, and, and I say, I'll be completely honest about that. Um, I think for me, looking at the league, I would say, you know, sorry, Ryan, but I think the the top six, I think they're pretty much set in stone now, unless Worm has a shocker. Um, like you say, Rye's obviously got two um, easier fixtures coming up against Gaz and Wiz. Um, so he's got, you know, every chance of sneaking in there. But I think if Worm can hold his bottle, I think um, the top six probably will be the top six, but you never know. Um, but yeah, no, I think, you know, you look at it and what we've seen sort of last year was, you know, we saw... Um, uh, Rashford, I think it was for um, for Red Rhino. Obviously, was sort of way out in front on top goal scorer. Um, we saw it with Riverman, I think, when he was in that division with Joseph Martinez. I think was it River had scored some danger, like thirty goals. You know, you look at the goal scorers. You know, there's a lot more goals being shared round. You know, you look at the the points and the goal difference. It's a lot tighter in there than um, than it has been recently. So I do think um, I think it will be. It will go down to the pretty much the last fixture, I think. And, and uh, at this stage, it's anyone's guess as to who's going to finish second. I think, I think for me, it is between Hilly, Rhino, and, and Wince that are going to finish in that top, that uh, second place. Um, I think Hilly probably will just managed to hold off, but only because of the fact that Wince and Rhino have obviously had history with uh, with with letting it slip. Um, but uh, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting run into the season. I'll be honest, I, I have no interest um, anywhere from sort of, I'd say, Burnsy down, really. I think, you know, 
it's it's kind of same old same old i know it sounds really harsh but you know they, they don't really do a great deal um in regards to you know the competitive nature of the league um however what i will say is give me a hundred soggy cabbages a hundred whiz foxes and gas grasses over one messy any day you know um because at least they get on with it they don't whinge they get beaten left right and center every every game week but they still do it whereas you know he he loses one game and, and flips out like a little whinging bitch so yeah for me 100 percent. you know they've got to be commended for that yeah i mean obviously soggy is in that bottom spell and i mean you know we, we've said this before on the podcast if if only soggy you know knew how to knew what the uh you know what the shoot button was and what the pass button was you know and the thought the the left stick moving to the right you know to move your players uh left you know up and down the pitch um you know he might be a bit further up there um phil i'll just uh i'll come to you uh come to you next um Obviously, looking at the top six, um, who would you say is to go up in the who's to go up in the two automatic spots, and then who goes up in the playoff spot? Uh, Bonzi wins it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I play I played him a couple of times in King of the Hill games, and he, he's a good player. He's got he's got the advantage at the top of the table anyway. I I can't see him dropping enough points to not win the league. As to second, um, I've just had a look at the remaining fixtures. Hilly's got a t- couple of tough games. He's still got Nakeds to play, um, and he's still got Ro- uh, sorry uh, Bonzi to play. And I think he might be missing one where he was on holiday, which I think is gas or somebody like that. Uh, Rhino's got Soggy, Diadex, and Tunners, so he could easily win all six of those games. So and. Uh, who was the other one? Uh, Wince has got Tunners, Wizfox, and Gazgrass. So he should win all six of those games, really. So, <laughs> on the, apart from the fact he uh, has a history of bottling it, um, I think Rhino's going to do it. I think Rhino is actually going to do it this year and go up. And then in the playoffs, Christ only knows. Um, what, well, Rhino's go up in the automatic spot? I can see Rhino going up. He's got, I think he's got every game he's got left. He's got, um, I say he's got Soggy, um, oh, sorry, Soggy, sorry, Soggy Worm and Tunners. I missed that. Um, I got one of them wrong, didn't I? I said he was playing gas. Um, yeah, it's, it's so tight there, isn't it? Because Rhino could win all of those games. He easily could. I think Wince should win all of his remaining games. If you add those on, that puts. I think, I think, yeah, Rhino will wince for me. I think he's got two tougher games, and Rhino and Wince have got far easier games there. So one of those two, stick my neck out, and I'm going to say Rhino. Mm. Interesting. Uh, as for playoffs, it could be absolutely anybody, couldn't it? Um, Hilly's record is, is good so far. Um, wince always bottles it, so I won't pick him. Um, Nakeds is Nakeds is a good player, so. Possibly naked for the playoffs would be my pick. Ooh, naked to go off in the playoffs and Rhino's to go up in the automatic spot. You're after one of his players, aren't you? That's what Hey, we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... Um, I don't know. I mean, it seems to be a lot more... Um, 
a little bit more distinct this season in League One rather than it was uh, last season. I mean, historically, the last couple of seasons, it's been quite close. There's only been a few points in it. But I mean, just looking from Rhino in third, um, he's on 37 points and then down to seventh in Rye Jones and he's on 26. And there's an 11 point gap where I think last season there was uh, there wasn't that much in it. Um, so it seems to be a bit more distinct um, in terms of the league. Uh, this season um, yeah I mean Bonzi to go up I agree with that Rhino I'd, I'd like to see Rhino go up you know I think he's a good player um, and uh, I'd be interested to see how he does in a higher up league um, but then Wince I mean Wince is always up there and about is this the season could he start FIFA 20 with a bang I don't know we'll have to wait and see um, I'd like to see Wince do it and you know what I'm actually going to stick my neck out on the line and say Wince is going to go up in the playoff spot Watch this space. I know he won't let me down. Um, right, let's move on. Uh, let's move on from League One, and we're going to talk a little bit about the BFAs that we had in the other night. So, uh, obviously, uh, as we're approaching the end of the season, you know, this sort of uh, these are the ones that get a little bit exciting. Um, I'm just going to run down some of the. I mean, we've got two. Obviously, yourself, uh, Phil, and Jam, and you've both spent the most amount of money in the last BFA. Um, Phil, you brought Leroy Sané in for 115 million, and uh, Jam, you brought in Bernardo Silva for 80 million. Uh, both two very, very top-class players. Um, I'll, I'll come to you first, Jam. Were you? Was that your sole purpose? Or was that your sole player that you were focusing on for the uh, BFA? I, I was- Absolutely not. If you look at the um, actual the threads, um, it was like 7.59 and maybe 10 seconds to go or something. I actually put all my money down on Sane. And then Phil, I saw that obviously at the same time, Phil put his down. So I was like, fucking quick, whiz straight over to Bernardo Silva. <laughs> um, so it's a last minute just, decision. Yeah, well, Bernardo, I already had a, uh, I, I was going to split my cash because I saw that River was on Lukaku. So I thought, right, I'll avoid Lukaku. Because um, he'll probably go in and outbid himself last minute. Um, obviously, he didn't, which was a bloody steal in the end, anyway. But um, so I thought, right, I'll I'll go in and I'll I'll put a little bit of money on Bernardo and a little bit of money on Leroy Sane, and then uh, yeah, pressed enter on uh, on the Sane one, expecting to flick over and put my little bit of a bid on Bernardo. Saw obviously the massive Sane one, panicked and just fucking deleted the Bernardo one, doubled it, and went straight in with eighty. So um, like you say. You, <laughs> I'm a little bit, you know, again, I know we're going to talk about it shortly, but I'm a little bit um, against the sort of negativity, you know, when, when what River just said then about, oh, it's a reset soon, so who cares sort of thing. I know, I know I'm know, i not picking on what you've said, River, but I think to a point, absolutely, you know, you can't take the money with you, it seems, or, or we don't know, but it, it possibly not going to be able to take it with you, so you might as well spend it. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're still going to be using our teams for tournaments and things, you know, so it'd be nice to have a nice team. Um, so yeah, I think Bernardo Silva. I actually end up getting Lukaku in the end anyway as well. So yeah, my team's looking quite nice. Um, Phil, obviously, I'm mean, just looking here. You actually brought in Lukaku and Sane. Um, you know, you spent 140 million, a lot of money there. You know, took a lot of money out of the uh, out of the league. Um, would you? Were you? Were you going to go that high for Sane, um, or was it sort of um, a bit of an impulse at the end to try and get the player? Yeah, I was. Um, I was always wanted Sane. I had the most money in the league by quite a way. Um, I hadn't fully decided how much I was going to go, but I knew somebody was going to come in with a bid late on. As it was, it was Jam, and he put in fifty million. So 
I could easily have just put down 60, 70 and been fine. But I thought to myself, before I made the bid, I was going to put in sort of like 60, 70. But then I thought, look, if somebody comes in and bids 80, 90, and I've missed out on him, having missed out on Gareth Bale because Storm had more money than me, um, when I bid like 114 million, which is basically what I had, and he had he bid 130 odd or whatever, I thought, no, I want Sane. I, as Jam just said, we can't, we, well, we assume we can't carry cash over. There's no point in me keeping a huge, huge wash of cash. Sane looks absolutely delightful. Rice already find out he's not bad. Attrick against him on debut in King of the Hill. And um, <laughs> I, I just thought, yeah, uh, I think the second highest amount of money in the league was 114 million. So I thought, sod it, what's the point of taking a risk with 78 million? I'm putting down 115 and making sure I get him. That's a good idea. I like your thinking. There, um, is, there is thinking. There's good thinking in that. You know, like if you're going to bid 80 million, what's an extra, you know, fucking 25, 35 million um, when you've got that kind of cash, you know, especially if you are, you know, if you're going for it, you might as well. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, say he's, uh, it, he could be the difference between uh, keeping me out of that relegation playoff place or getting me into a promotion playoff place absolutely. or something. So a bit like you did with um, Jesus the other year mm. when you picked him up and he kept you up. So, it was a case of, well, what, what's the point with the money in that respect? So I, I'll make sure I get the player I want. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I mean, right, obviously, uh, you didn't, I don't know if you went for anyone or, you know, you didn't have an awful lot of cash. Just looking at that BFA list, who would you have had out of that? Um, how would you? Who would you have had out of those players? If I knew he was going to cheat, Verratti, I'm a big fan of him. I wanted a decent CM. Yeah. You saved Moskin as well. Oh yes, of course. So let's talk a little bit about them. So as we know, you know, Marcus likes to throw in a couple of mystery uh, mystery players in there. Um, and obviously this is the beauty about going for a mystery player. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I took a gamble this week. I went 55 million on mystery two. And uh, I got a lovely little uh, centre midfielder, as, uh, as Storm has already called him, Mr. Dorothy Perkins. Um, play somewhere down the lower leagues, uh, 65 rated. Thank you for that, Marcus. Much, much appreciated. He's fitted right into my team. Um, I mean, Gazgrass went 15 million on mystery one. He got uh, Foxy. I don't know where he plays. And Burger Boy spent 35 million on Olum. Gollum, Olum. He spent a fair bit of money, but yeah. Yeah, cheeky, 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 cheeky. The mad thing was is that I was actually going to go a bit more money. I was going to go and uh, sort of spunk it all. I'm quite glad I did not because I'd have most likely gone off and cried. Um, it would have probably finished me off. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, some really, really good players in that BFA. Um, be interesting to see how many more BFAs we get left of the season, given the season's got a couple of weeks left to run. Um so and whether we'll see any higher rated players um right we'll move on from the bfas and obviously um it's been mentioned briefly a little bit earlier um so we've now come to uh the first for the first time uh, first time on a podcast um the community segment so going forward we'd like to give you know you the listeners the ability to get involved with the podcast and uh, sort of ways that we can do that is you know obviously we do through the list and the questions um but we also want you to get involved in, you know, what we discuss. So um, we gave you a couple of options out. 
um in the last week for you to vote on so thank you for everyone that did vote you know it really really is appreciated and you know without your feedback and without that um you know your involvement uh we wouldn't have much of a podcast to uh, to do um and the winner of that poll is uh funnily enough about the reset now the discussion is whether we have a hard reset and we are, or we have a soft reset now Obviously, I'll, I'll sort of start things off and then I'll come to you boys, um, you know, individually in a bit. Um, so, obviously, what's a hard reset and what's a soft reset? Um, you know, there's been this big discussion going on in the forums about whether uh, we should have a hard reset and start completely from scratch, which I must admit that I'm in the uh, in the camp of. You know, I, I think everyone should be starting on 20, you know, 20 million, 20 odd million. Um, everyone starts with the same rated players. I think historically, you know, we've gone as low as 65, 66 um, in the past. Um, although I perhaps maybe like to see us maybe go around the 70, 71 mark. Um you know, because I mean, for me, a reset means a reset. You know, it sounds a bit like the people that, you know, Brexit means Brexit. Um, and it's the people, <laughs> um, you know, it's the people that's kicking up about that. Um, yeah, I mean, a soft reset, you know, do you do you carry over a portion of the money? Do you carry over uh, a player? I mean, uh, River, I'm going to come to you first because you're the first person I'm looking at on this uh, forum post. Um what, what what sort of camp are you in? Are you in a, for a hard reset or a soft reset? And how would you like to see that implemented? Just before you answer that, River, sorry, Ash, can I just say, before you actually come to, before we give our sort of opinions, can you just, like, really quickly summarise when we come when we go around each other, just what you would actually, um, what you would see is a hard Brexit, a hard Brexit, here we go. What would you see <laughs> is a, a hard reset and a, hard, and a, a soft reset? Because... I think it's interesting to get people's opinions as to what that actually looks like. Yeah. I don't know what I think each one is, but I mean, there's a river. If you go first, but actually say what you think that looks like, and then obviously which one you'd prefer, etc. Uh, did, did we vote for a hard reset or soft reset? I think it was only just like the reset option, wasn't there? Nobody mentioned hard or soft. Um, maybe we should revoke the reset. Um, <laughs> hard, reset hard reset to me um, is basically everything's reset. Your franchise is reset. Uh, your scudos reset and your squad is reset to everybody having uh, basically similar standard average rating players. Whether your scudos reset to 5 million, 10 million, 20 million will be something that's obviously up for discussion, but basically everybody starts the same would be hard reset is what I think it is. Soft reset, I would say, if, if there's such a thing, would, would be you get to carry over, say, a percentage of the money you own on top of a base rate. Uh, maybe you're allowed to take a lower-rated player with you, etc. Something like that would be what my opinions of slash soft and hard resets would be. Um, do you know what? I think there's pluses and minuses for both. I actually, in the forum post, said I quite like the idea of carrying over a player or two because if you've invested in um, a youth player or two, then... Um, as long as you, I mean, as long as you're not talking about, oh, I want to carry over Leroy Sane, because that's just bloody stupid, really, isn't it? But um, if you said you could carry over a player, if we're going to start with players in the mid to high 60s, early 70s, carry over a player up to sort of like 74, 75 rated. Even if you then said, um, well, instead of starting with 20 million, everyone's going to start with 20 million, just plucking a figure out of the air. But you can choose to start with. 10 million and take over one player rated up to 75 or something like that. I quite like that idea. Um, I, I've nothing against a hard reset. I'm quite happy with a hard reset. I enjoy 
building a team. Building a team is as much about is as much fun as playing the games, in my opinion. Because I'm not the world's best FIFA player, but I do in, I, I do enjoy the team building aspect and getting players I enjoy in. But Give me the choice and I'll say, let's do something a little bit quirky. Let's not completely reset it. Let's have something in there where you take over a player for uh, for, for doing something, giving up some money or for, for, for something. I don't know exactly what it is, but I would like to see something other than a completely hard reset. But I, I won't complain if it's a hard reset because that seems to be what the majority want. And we'll go with that. I'm quite happy with that too. Um. I'll come to you next, Bri. Um, what, 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 what is it for you? Okay, when man said the hard reset is completely reset. I don't really have it where it's obviously not. Never been here when it's done and happened, sorry. Um, but um, yeah, I think everything was set and I think that's what it should be. I think that's the, my preferred way of it. I mean, we've had quite a few new dishes this season. It's been really good for them to build their teams at the, where we are now. Well, it would be nice to put everyone on a level, uh, level playing ground. So, you know what I mean? Sort of. Um, I think it will give everyone a chance to sort of battle it out more equal as well. Come into it. I mean, a, a soft reset. I suppose there's a there's a number of ways you can come about that. Really. I mean, maybe reset everybody's money or do some like everyone keeps their franchise and gets to sell their franchise back or something like that. Um, because. I wouldn't say keeping players will be fair because at the end of the day, not everybody's got the low-rated players. Um, so some people will be taking players with them, some people won't be. But yeah, that's not that's not you know a softly set up. A hard reset as well. I think uh, for a num- for a number of times would be like a, a pseudo lock. I think would be fair coming in, coming into it because I think selling players straight away and things like that it sort of unevens your team. It, more quicker than you think. I mean, that's what I did wrong when I first joined. So I think if you build on it slowly, then like sort of bring the scooter in, I think that's when people start doing the deal much better than that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jam, I, I, don't, I don't know where you stand on it. Um, I, well, I think I do. Um, but hard or soft for you? And what do they mean? Um, right, okay, well, so my definition of it would be, first of all, like hard, because it's the easiest one to, to dictate, I guess, would be literally, like Riverman sort of alluded to, you take everybody's players off them, you take everybody's scooter off them, none of this 10% bullshit, none of this, no, you know, no pick players, carry players over, nothing, literally a case of, right, there's your squad, there's 15, there's 20, however much million, um, you know, pick a nice franchise or pick a... You know, or, or save your money for the first BFA or transfers or whatever you want to do. But everybody starts on the same amount of Scudo, the same you know level of franchise, roughly. You know, I'd say maybe one and a half star being the lowest, um, and then sort of two and a half to three star being the highest. Um, and really drip, you know, to when we talk about longevity, you know, really drip feed in the uh, the franchises especially. Um, for me, a soft reset would be very much a case of, right, you can, um, I, 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 for me, I think it's more of a, a limp reset than a soft reset. If you're talking about taking players over, I really don't like that idea. I think, um, for me, I think it's, it gives, you know, I've got I've got youth players, I've got young players in my team, low-rated players, I could take one of them over, no problem. But I think it gives certain people unfair advantage, I don't like it. 
um, because you're saying then, oh, you can take a player over of like, I don't know, 75 rated or less. Well, so I might not have that. Um, so for me, that, that would be a complete no-go. Um, one thing that sort of was was sort of floated as an idea, I think, was uh, Mark mentioned it in the, the reset or not thread the other time. And I'm sort of taking that idea and running with it. He said, what about like a draft pick scenario? Obviously, you know, River, I know you're a big fan of the NFL. Um, well, for me, I think you could take that and, and run with it and, and make it a tiny bit better in the sense that we know, I mean, Ash, you've made teams, I've made teams, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, Berger did a lot of them when the new lads came in recently. For me, I think it's dead easy. We, we normally start with, I think, 18 players. So it's a case of, right, we do... 18 uh, we do um sorry how many squads we need say 30 squads of 17 players okay and then all we do then is that 18th player is like your designated player in the mls all right now all you have to do for that 18th player is there'll be a raffle or like a tombola style event whereby Marcus will literally just pick, he'll, he'll just designate a load of numbers, and whether it's on the podcast, live, whether it's um, on some sort of FaceTime or whatever it would be, even on mic in the party or whatever it is, people would pick out the numbers and say if you're number five, Ash, yeah, you would get, I don't know, right, number five, that's Ash, okay, number five's picked out first, so Ash gets first pick, and it's completely fair then, and there's a pool of, say, 30 players which and when we say star players, you know, designated players, I'm not talking Sane, Lukaku. I'm talking bloody 74 rated. You know, I'm talking 74, 75 rated tops, absolute tops, because we want to make sure these players are coming in slowly. Because if you're going to turn around and say, you know, or less BFAs, less auctions. Um, less raffles you're effectively killing a lot of the activity on site you know and people dig out pain and rhino and people like that and pack and river that do deals bullshit that's the best kind of person Ry jones you know people that do deals they're the ones we want on the site we don't want a, a team full of whiz foxes that just sit there on their squad or a team full of brys it's ridiculous you know we want people driving site activity so i think by doing that and by saying right okay there's you know you get to pick there's a list of star players and again when i say star 75 rated absolute tops and ash if you get drawn first you get first pick and it's completely fair across all the leagues that way you know it's not designated different leagues it's not designated different players you don't have to play in an event to get a better chance before you start before a ball's kicked you all get to pick your uh, your star player based on pure luck is what I would say, um, rather than just being given that that one extra player. And that, for me, that kind of is a, it's a, a compromise over what River said about, you know, taking a player over. I think there's still an element there then that you're sort of putting your own stamp on your team. But at the same time, I think taking a player over isn't really fair. Um, so, I mean, that that would be my my sort of suggestion, I guess, going forward would be, would be that. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think about that, actually. I'd say when you said started that jam and you said sort of like NFL draft type thing, I don't mind the idea. That's not a bad idea, actually. Um, Do when you see NFL draft, do you mean the team or just the one player? Uh, just the one. Just well, you, you could potentially say uh, the team the, would be too the, much. I think. Yeah, probably. I, I tend to agree with you. You could do that. But if you're talking like the idea you've just said about this pool of thirty star players or whatever, hmm. I wouldn't do it random. If you're going to do a draft. 
give the weaker players the first choice. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say, I think it's Wizfox is bottom of League One, isn't it? Because Gaz, no, Socky, no, isn't Soggy. it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Socky, yeah. So, okay, right. Here's your team. You've done your team at random. If you've done thirty squads, mm. if it's thirty players, and you say, right, they're all going to be drawn at random. And I think doing that on a podcast or whatever is a really good idea. Putting all the teams up on the site. Team one has got A yeah. Jones in goal, B Smith, and uh, whatever is you that that squad one. And then you pick it out, and Ash, you're drawn out. You've got squad one. That is your squad. That is your 17 players. And do the seven, the squads of 17 completely at random. Hmm. And, and some probably, will and, have and, more forwards, some will have more defenders. But then yeah, say, absolutely. right, okay, once you've done that squad, you've all got your squads. There's a pool of 30 star star players here, say 74, 75 rated or whatever, and do it in reverse order. Go, Soggy, you finish bottom. Which star player would you like to add to your team? Because he might have got a team of forwards. That had been done for him. God, he'd and hate then that go, uh, uh, yeah, and then go shit. I need a defender, and go and <laughs> go, go and take the best defender in there. So I would say, if you're going to do that, draw the squads completely at random, but then do a draft style in based on league positions this year, and then the worst gets to have first pick because uh, no offence, but Ash gets, for example, Ash gets picked out first. You've got one of the better players probably taking their pick of the star players. Give the weaker players their pick of the star players first. Yeah, see, I like that. I've got to admit, and that's, again, but that's this is how it's good, isn't it? You know, which we achieve on the podcast because we all talk and it's it's a medium and a way of communicating. But I think that's a good idea. I think it's um, you know, it's it's not the sort of draft pick idea whereby everybody's going to go all the way around and that'll just take forever. Oh so no, that's, that's no, know, that, 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 that that's not possible. It would take yeah. far far too long. But you're literally asking every player in the league to pick one player at a time where site activity should be absolutely booming because yeah, um, and you, you get know, 24 hours league. to make your pick. If you don't make your pick, you get skipped. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think again, I think us saying this obviously this isn't of course sitting anything in stone. It's not even you know it's barely a suggestion because we we don't have the 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 clout to make that idea. But for me, I think, you know, if Marcus and Joe are listening, of course, obviously they are. Who doesn't? Um, you know, I would <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that. I'd like to see that idea taken forward because I think it gives every, everybody an element of choice. It'll drive site activity. Um, you know, people drive could... transfers after as well. Yeah, you, exactly. Because I'll pick before you, for example, mm. being, a, being in a lower division. And if there's a particular player, I say, I know you really, really like... And there's no one particularly left that I want. I'll take that player and potentially use them in bait for to get somebody out of your original squad that I want. Maybe two two players out of your original squad I like. Yeah, or something. absolutely. Um, I mean, Ash, Ash, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. Um, you know, as always, everything's up for discussion. So, you know, it's all about getting that in the forum and getting, you know, everyone involved with it. Um, you know, I'd like to see everyone really getting involved with it, you know, that are going to be taking part in the leagues next season because, you know, at the end of the day, it, you want everyone to try and find that happy medium. And for everyone to do that, they need to, need to get involved. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a point to put out there. And I like the idea as well. Um, you know, I think that'd be really good. Um, if that's the route that they do decide to go down, um, but yeah, I mean it's just it's all up for discussion at the end of the day, and uh, that that's for everyone to get involved with. Um, yeah, no, some good points there for you know both to and from, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, we'll see. Not by the time next podcast comes about, who knows? Maybe we might have a bit more clarity. Um, you know, we'll wait and see. Although I think there's be a bit of time before then and the first lit in season starting so we'll see we'll see what happens um 
Right, we'll move on. Um, we'll move on to the listeners' questions. So, as always, thank you to everyone that do send them in because this is a you know this is a big part of our podcast, and we'd like to see more people get involved with it. So, you know, if you do have any questions, please, please do get them in, and we'll get them uh, we'll get them answered uh, for by our by, by the usual panel, myself and Jam, and then whoever's uh, whoever's on the podcast as a special guest. Um, Right, so uh, we've got a couple of questions in for the variety of people. So the uh, first question has come from Hilly, and this is for Raya Jones. Um, how does it? How do you concentrate with all the background noise going on at home? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I, to be honest, I, I, I just block it out, but I try to. <laughs> sometimes work, sometimes doesn't. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, Next question, and I think this is a really, really, really good question, um, and this is a question for everyone. If the AG lot got together for a night out, who would be the first one to go home, the first one to throw up, the one who wouldn't buy around, the one who would get lucky, the one who would try to get lucky but 100% wouldn't, and the one who wouldn't leave until closing? I'm going to start with you, Jam. If you need me to read any of those back out, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh god, yeah. Um, right, yeah. Read them out again, one at a time. Right. One at a time. First one to go home. Um, oh, uh, Bry. First one to throw up. Uh, oh, um, you. Well, the one who wouldn't buy around. Oh. Um, oh god. Uh, Paul Lowe's because he's a northerner. The one, the one who would get lucky. Um, probably Tans. The one who would try to get lucky, but 100% wouldn't. Hey, there's Harry. <laughs> <laughs> the one who wouldn't leave until closing. Probably Storm, to be fair. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to come to Phil, but I'm also going to come to Rye. So we'll sort of go Phil, Rye, Phil, Rye, Phil, Rye. So, Phil, first one to go home. Like I say, this is hard. I haven't really met that many of you. I'm going to say Tans because he doesn't drink. Right. We'll say Burger. The first one to throw up. Phil. Golden beard. He's a lightweight. I'm going to go with Harry because he doesn't. He, he doesn't say he doesn't drink that much. The one who wouldn't buy around. Uh, Packfish, tight Yorkshire bastard. My friend Riverman here. The, right. the, the, <laughs> one, the one who would get lucky. Uh, given the state of his luck on AG and the raffles, Jam. Because <laughs> he's the nicest guy I've probably ever met. Bertie. He's a charmer. You're after one of his players as well, aren't you? The one, <laughs> <laughs> the one who would try to get lucky but 100% wouldn't. Oh, that would probably be me, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll probably go with myself because I'll, I'll probably be talk, think I'm talking to a woman or really talking to some bandit machine or something. And then the one, <laughs> the, the one who wouldn't leave until closing. Uh, Burnsy likes a beer, doesn't he? I'm gonna go with Storm. I think he's a bit of a party animal. <laughs> Brilliant. Fucking why talking to a bandit machine, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. Um. <laughs> um Right, right. Next question. And this is an open question. Um, was the announcement of the reset announced too soon? Should it have been announced at the end of the season? Is this going to reflect on events now Scudo means nothing? Um, Phil. Oof. 
Um, some people, I think it will, because um, as I think some people do the events for the Scudo. I don't think everyone does by a long shot, um, but it's hard, isn't it? Um, when do you announce it? Do you announce it at the end of the season? Give everybody no warning. Um, it, it's affected me in other ways, not attending events. Like you said earlier, I've said oh, 115 million silo don't matter. Season's coming to an end. Um, just get my team in to finish the rest of this season. I could probably have announced it a few weeks later, in my opinion, but I don't know what all what goes on behind the scenes. And I'm sure Marcus had the reason for announcing it when he did when he did. So he, he knows a lot more what he's got planned than I do, obviously. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's too soon. I think it's good that people uh, know. In, in terms of like, saying Scooter means nothing, I don't, I don't think that's true. I'm... I think Scudo still means a lot because obviously you've got tournaments and stuff. I mean, you've got people in negative wages that need their Scudo to, to pay their match fees. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you can still do a lot of Scudo minutes, but in terms of it being announced then, I think it's a good time to be in there. Jam? Um, no, I think it wasn't announced too soon. And again, I think whoever, I'm not quite sure whose question this was, obviously, but I think I'd like to think that whoever wouldn't turn up to an event just because their scooter won't count for much is, I don't think there's many of those people, or I'd like to think there's not many of those people about, like River said. Um, I think if you're going to do an event, it's because um, because you want to um, and because you, you're not bothered about the uh, the scooter necessarily. So, uh, so yeah, I, I hope not. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, I don't think it was announced too soon. I think it gives people enough time to know that it's definitely coming. I think it might have been a bit more of a shock. Um, I mean, I say that. I think most people gathered that, you know, a reset was coming. You know, we've had a long time on the current uh, the current standings, so to speak. Um, so I think people knew a reset was coming. Um, I mean, I, I think it was just giving the time now that, you know, to let people know that it was going to happen and sort of go how we go about doing it. Um Next question. These three questions have come from Raya Danger Mouse, by the way. So that was a question from Danger Mouse. Um, right. How do you rate your season on F1 so far? And what would you want from next season? I rate it very, very poor. Um, I have myself to blame because I, I know I can do all right in that game, but it's just I don't practice. And next season, I am going to go on to practice. Um, to be honest, I think Rana and Payne's seen more of my car than I have. So uh, <laughs> I think I've got to stay away from them next season. That's, that's my main objective. But maybe up a bit more. See how tonight goes as well. Um, I think I've picked up points from my team. So I'm, I'm more happy for how I've done for the team. Because I think I think we're second. And I think if we can if we can pick up points tonight, I think we will uh, finish second, hopefully. See how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's fair enough. And then the next question is for, uh, you know, for, is for well, directors for me and you, right? Um, and obviously, Danger Mouth does his blog, you know, I mean, really, really big, big up on that because, you know, it's really, really good to see. He really does put it out on a weekly basis and it's a great, great read. You know, I do enjoy after the carnage that's been a Monday night, normally caused by Burger or Harry or um, we won't name any other names. Um, because they tend to be the two standout people. Um, you know, I do enjoy reading the follow-up. So, Ryan Ash, can you decide a driver on the day and a wanker of the day for China live on air? So, I think China was the one that we've just had uh, last week. Um, 
obviously we're in the two different separate races. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, driver of the day, for me, uh, I think it's really, really difficult to not look part. I mean, as much as we give him stick and, you know, as much as we say, you know, he, he comes in on an F1 race, cocky and arrogant, you know, um, find his way to the back. The, the way that Soggy um, goes up through there, um, you know, goes back throughout the grid and manages to finish up there in top spots uh, on a weekly basis is really, really good. And I know he's a great player on F1. You know, it's a pity he's not as good a player on FIFA, um, but I suppose he's got to be good at something. Um, you know, he, 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 he has to... I think last week he done really, really well as well. Um, so for me, he, he is the driver of the day in, uh, in the China race. Um, right. Who was the driver of the day for you last week? To me, of, of, of course, with have been uh, low division. I am going to go with Welser. Um, he, he was a class of, well, he has been a class of, well, I mean, Berg's Bert, been there, there about with him, but Wiles has just shown how good he is at this game, but seems um, he's just been too good to catch. Uh, I mean, I, I remember being, I think, a good 18 seconds on him, and I, we both already lapped, and I, I, I wouldn't do much wrong, and he, the way he like, caught me up, it was just crazy. Honestly, I just knew how good he was from that moment. So, yeah, well it. And um, who, for you, was the wanker of the day in your division? For this reason only, um, Mr. Paul Owes, we was just driving towards the uh, hairpin before the pit, and uh, I was a bit in front of him. Coming towards the hairpin, I've gone across. He's come straight inside, smashed right into me and then pitted so for that reason Paul Lowe's Paul Lowe's um, in our division uh, it's difficult for me to say really because firstly my memory is awful and I can't remember <laughs> no one really took anyone majorly out I don't think um, I mean I think I was clipped a couple of times by I think it was either Malian or Buncey early on um, so but our, my, my memory is not that good enough to really uh, re- really say that. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to say a wanker of the day for the first division, I don't think so. Oh, sorry on that one, Mouse. You'll have to use uh, you know, We'll have to agree on rise. Um, Just give it Harry. <laughs> well, ha- Harry, Harry didn't race, so uh, it might be a bit... Harry was too busy down the bingo um, <laughs> on the Monday night. Go on, what were I'm you sure going to say, still cause a crash somehow. Just want to jump in one sec, Ash. This um just seems to remind me of the, good, the previous question about um do people just when they not do events because of Scudo? F one is a really good example of this. People are still doing that because people yep. want to do that because people enjoy playing it. I'll be playing in that tonight. I don't play F one other than when I do it on an AG event night. I don't do single player career yep. or anything no, like that. Same as me. I do it because I enjoy the events. Yep. We do it. We enjoy the events. So. Yep. Filtering that back into the previous question, yeah. it, that's a good example of people doing things because they want to play the games. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think you get that with F1. You know, you get nearly over 20, what, 20, 25 people on a good, on a good night on both races. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, last set of questions have all come from Bertie, um, and some uh, some good ones in there. So, question number one: Is Tans full of crap? And will he quit, or will we see him in FIFA 20, Jam? Um, oh, do you know what? The, the more and more he, he tweets and he goes on about it, I start to think 
Maybe he won't, but no, nah, he definitely will. He'll be he'll be about. Right. There's, there's no way he's not going to. At, at first, I, I did think he'll get it. I mean, Austin plays it every year, but the more time goes on, the more he seems more sure about it. I, I, I think he won't start on FIFA 20, but come, say, January, February, he'll be back. Phil? Yeah, um, I don't know Tans as well as you guys, obviously, but I think the fact that he keeps going on about it so much, it would be, it, it would be sort of, he'd lose a bit of face, wouldn't he, if he had got FIFA 20 straight away and everyone would just batter him for it. So I think he's going to start off um, with Pez and then miss the community aspect and join us a couple of seasons into FIFA 20. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think possibly, I think he, that's the question in two half. Yes, he, he can be full of crap, um, depending on what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, I think we'll see him on FIFA 20. You know, he'll be sitting on there, you know, first night on Ultimate Team doing an SBC. You know it as well as I do. Um, so yeah, I think we will see him in FIFA 20 regardless of what he says. Um, question two, who is your most difficult opponent that you that if you play and win, you are happy? So if you get a rare win against an opponent, who makes you jump for joy? Jam. Well, I think everyone else can answer this one for me, to be honest. Um, you know, Jaxie is 100% my bogey player. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've beaten him since. I think on, in King of the Hill the other night, it was uh, 3-2 to Jaxie. Um, and I was pretty much jumping for joy at that point, to be honest. I didn't get battered. Um, so, yeah, I'd say Jaxie. But again, I know obviously we laugh and we joke, but the two others would be um, Harry. Every time I beat Harry, it's kind of like kicking a dog. Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It's, it's it's easy in it do you know what i mean but you still get a bit of a kick out of it it's quite fun um and uh, and obviously burger whenever whenever anyone beats burger they've got to love it because he uh, he gets so invested in it doesn't he yeah yeah he does he was proper at it earlier in our league games um phil um in in terms of who am i happy to get a result against really anybody who's significantly better than i am like um <laughs> When I, when I beat you in the league, for example, get a win against Jam doesn't happen very often. You think, yeah, I finally got one. Beat Tans for the first time ever a few weeks ago. That was brilliant. Joe probably would be the one who I get. Joe and uh, Golden Beard are the two I get the most satisfaction out of beating, though, I'd say. Right. The most difficult opponent, and I think it's just down to the way we both play. Um, I, I don't. I think I've only ever actually beaten once, and that was got goal. Is Joe. I can never seem to get him at all. I mean, I don't know whether it's the way I play. Maybe I've got to change up against him. But he always just seems to get the upper hand every every time we play. Uh, players I do like beating, because I just love hearing him burn like mad in the parties. <laughs> he's, he's, but he's very uh, he's very humble in the field. But it's, it's just fun just listening to him throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, I quite, um, you know, I always struggle against Tans and Jaxi. So, you know, they're two rival players and two players that I enjoy playing games against, but rarely, you know, haven't always got the best of them. So uh, I always do get a smile on my face once uh, once the FIFA gods have uh, let down on me for a game with uh, Jaxi and Tans and given me a win. Um, you know, I always, uh, I always do walk out with a smile on my face. Um, question number three, and uh, this one, if you don't know what it is, and you're going to have to go on Google Translate and find out what it means. Um, what's your favourite tipple? Hmm. Um, now, obviously, we all know. Uh, I think it was, was it you, Phil, that told us what it was. Um, uh, Who doesn't know what it is? I mean, right, I know you well, didn't, but well, everybody Roy, knows Roy, that, Roy, doesn't 
But Roy doesn't know anything. I just assumed that was Roy being Roy. I thought everyone else would know. <laughs> uh, right. A tipple is what you have when you've had too many tipples and you talk to a bandit machine rather than a woman. On <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, obviously, we'll come with you first, Phil. Uh, what's your favourite tipple? Uh, oh, I like a nice pint of real ale. Make me sound really old. I was just about to say that. I knew that was what was going to come out of that mouth. Um, mine actually i think you i don't know mine um is a bit of an odd one and don't knock it till you've tried it lads it's a bit of a woman's drink but uh martini bianca and lemonade don't let some people hear you say that on the set i'd rather be like a fucking towie wannabe than, than an old man so yeah, no. It's honestly though, don't knock it till you tried it. Fucking gorgeous. Right. Uh, I, my Stella. my favourite. Stella. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, Stella. No, no. I don't really drink lagers. Um, my favourite alcoholic drink would probably be Parma Violet Gin and Tonic. I just like the taste. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. <laughs> Gin tea. <laughs> oh. Ash, one of yours has got to be either. I think there's, it's, well, it's, it's down to two. It's either a Smirnoff Ice or a Blue Wicked. Which one is it? Oh, well, a few years ago, it would have been a Blue Wicked. Um, <laughs> you know, a few, when I was younger, we, it, it would have been a Blue Wicked. Um, I mean, I don't drink an awful lot um, all the time, um, but it's always nice, on a, especially on a summer's afternoon, to have a nice uh, cold cider. Um, you know, pull a cider out of the fridge, whip the lid off, Get it down, yeah. It's always nice, but yeah, I mean, Blue Wicked. That's a good call. A few years ago, it would have been. Um, so yeah, <laughs> favorite tipple for anyone that hasn't worked it out already is favorite drink. Um, question number four: What is your favorite TV series or box set? Now, are we talking about current or are we talking about all time? Um, I think we go all time. All time. So, Jam, I'm going to start with you then. Favorite TV back. series? Just come to me first. Um, right. Okay. Um, I like Suits. Suits is one of my favourite. Um, and I would probably say all time. Oh, God. Uh, probably. I used to be mad for a bit of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when I was younger. So I'd have to go with that. Fair enough. <laughs> Phil? <laughs> oh, there's, there's, there's too many, isn't there? there I is mean, too things many. Are, there's things I'll just watch over and over again on gold. Things like Only Fools and Horses, Blackadder. Red oh, you fight a real uh, yeah, friends, um, th- things like that. It- it's too hard to pick one. That's a stupid question. <laughs> right. My, my favourite all-time series is Band of Brothers. I think it's by far better than anything I've watched. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't personally watch too much in terms of uh, in terms of TV series and box sets, just because I don't really have the time to sit through them and uh, catch up on them all. If all time, I mean, I've probably seen majority. You know, Only Falls was a really good call. I think I've seen probably majority of them over time. If we're talking current, I know the season's just come out a month ago. Um, would have to be Stranger Things for me. Mm. Um, always always enjoy watching a stranger things episode um and in terms of current series that are out there but i mean there's a few other current series that are out there that i quite enjoy watching as well but they're probably the uh the standout i mean up until the beginning of the year i'd have said game of thrones um but given that's oh, now game of thrones give, given that's now finished um that's you know it's not really a current season anymore um 
but yeah i mean game of thrones is up there as well um, yeah that was something i massively binge watched i only got into that about two years ago and just absolutely binge watched the first like seven seasons of it yeah, well, it was the same with me. Um, I mean, I bought the box set one Christmas um, and just literally binged them. Uh, I think it was on uh, season, season six. I think we went up to season six and then um, obviously the last uh, last couple of seasons. It might have been season five. Um, last couple of seasons has just obviously caught up. Um, but yeah, I did the same. Question five. Have you played real soccer at any point? And if so, what position did you play and were you any good? Phil, start with uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I used to play when I was not so old and drinking real ale and fat and everything as I am now. Um, I only played sort of to part dog and duck standard, as Jam calls it. Um, uh, pretty much that's like clubs. Uh, I played up front, couldn't do an awful lot apart from have a good shot with both feet, but don't, just don't give me the ball in the build-up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did. Um, I played all, all my... Uh childhood years on different different types of teams and um, I've got a few to like say semi-professional level I, I, I played in goal I was a goalkeeper um, but I took the reason I started playing football is I took darts a lot more seriously and um, I got to represent the country on a youth level of darts so that's why I give up football but I, I, I miss it I mean I, I'd like to go back to say pub level where, I'm, where I am as well maybe <laughs> at some point but yeah goalkeeper Jam do you know for some reason then when Rice said um, I had to go football because I started taking I thought you were going to say drugs or crack or heroin or <laughs> 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 that's where that conversation was going then when it was he five years later that was done yeah <laughs> brilliant um, but no I think for me um, no literally just recreational um, drug football not what, recreational <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, just uh, just playing on a uh, sort of a weekday night with my mates, five aside, um, and yeah, I'm pretty terrible. Um, just run around a lot, really. Yeah, I mean, I used to play obviously at youth level. Um, I used to play on a Sunday, uh, a Sunday league. Um, did that for about six, seven years. Uh, played a variety of positions, really. I mean, the first uh, f- first season, I was a goalkeeper, um, and then I sort of went from a goalkeeper to a sort of uh, forward. So on the wide, on the wings, and then sort of through the middle. Uh, that's where I spent probably the last three years of playing football. Um, and then obviously I discovered food, drink, um, sausage and egg McMuffins. Um, and it all just sort of came to an end. Um, but yeah, was I any good? Yeah, I mean, uh, you could score a couple of goals here and then. Um, you, you know, I'm not going to big myself up. Um, but, you know, I, I, I used to be not too bad. Um, you know, I used to be able to kick a ball into the goal. <laughs> saying that, um, so yeah, yeah, I think we've all. I think most people, you know, um, have have played some sort of sport at some point in their uh, in their life. I'd have thought. Um, and that was the, that was the final question from Bertie. So uh, that concludes all the listeners' questions. Um, you know, some really really good ones there. And as I've said already, you know, it is a big big part of the. Uh, of the uh, of the of the of the podcast um are we um obviously you know i know we've mentioned a few times five million for the best question if you didn't already know uh well you should know already it's been you know it, it, it's put banded about enough um best question for you out of those uh, out of the ones we've had tonight probably for me it would be the um the night out one. yeah hilly definitely was it, was that Hilly's question? That was yeah, Hilly. Yeah, that, that was that, Hilly's question. Yeah, yeah. Hilly, yeah. So are we in agreement of Hilly? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think you think you guys still owe me five million for getting the best question last podcast, don't you? All right, I'll pay on both out. Do well, it's all right. Jam will sort of. Can you do it post reset? Send a little message out to Rhino. To who? To Rhino. As long as it's a love letter or something, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 because I know he's not going to actually be able to hear it tonight. But uh, I'd just like to uh, let you all know that I'm coming for him tonight. <laughs> well, we'll see. You're probably going to be wanker of the day next week, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait and see. Um, cool. Right. Now, I am conscientious of the time and the fact that we are running at nearly an hour and 15 minutes, you know. Um, so, we will call it a day there. So, we'll obviously, we will say goodbye in our own special way. So, Rai, obviously, special guest number one. Um, would you like to say goodbye in your own words? Yeah, thanks for having me on again. It's been a pleasure. As always, um, yeah, cheers, and I hope you enjoy what you're uh, listening. Um, that's well, always good to have you on board. Uh, special guest number two, uh, Riverman. Yeah, as normal, always enjoy doing these. It's great to be on, so thanks for having us on again. I'm going to go off and talk to a bandit machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Jam, use your regular, if you'd like to say goodbye in your own whistle way. Yeah, uh, again, like we said, thanks everyone for contributing to the podcast. Thanks for the guests. Thanks for the listeners. Obviously, couldn't do it without you. Yeah. Obviously, 26, 27 episodes, like you said, Ash. Obviously, yeah. by the end of this uh, this season, going on to FIFA 20, we'll be near enough the 30 mark, which is bloody fantastic. Um, obviously, come the off-season, obviously, it's something me and you need to talk about, Ash. The podcast may take a rest. We may end up discussing, you know, real football. We may end up discussing, you know, do like a sort of F1, golf, etc., etc. There could be shorter podcasts. Um, it could even be a case of me and Ash will host it and someone else can come on and talk about something completely unfifa related. So whatever you want to talk about, any ideas for the off-season, give us a shout. Yeah, no, as always, um, and you know, and your your support is really, really, really much appreciated. And without you, you know, your listening, uh, your listenership and uh, your you're the community we wouldn't have a podcast so you know if you ever do want to get involved and we're always on the lookout for people do come on uh, to come on uh, on the podcast it's so easy to get involved now um you know and we'd love to see a variety of people come on um please 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 do message uh, either myself or jam um, and we will look to get you on on a future episode um and yeah i mean obviously we're coming to the end of the season so we'll have to have a sort of discussion about where we go uh in terms of that break but we'll um we'll, we'll definitely look to get the community involved as we've done today um so there we go i'm going to stop talking i'm going to let you get on with your day or your evening um cheers as always guys thanks for listening goodbye <laughs>